The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. The Bavada at Odds Podcast. My name is Seth Everett. I'm joined by the head odds maker at Bavada, Patrick Morrow, as we break down the latest odds in all the major sports. NFL week to week as the playoffs are upon us. We'll break down the latest odds plus the futures. It's the Bavada at Odds podcast. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, we're talking about the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay Buccaneers blew the doors off of Kansas City. Uh, In my opinion, it was not really even uh, that competitive. You listen to Sean and Brad on the Get Paid podcast, the last podcast of the 2020 NFL season, Brad. How you doing, my friend? I'm well, brother. How you doing? Doing well. Um, yeah, Brad, you and I have talked about this off the air, but I'm, I'll fill the crowd in as well. If um, if you listen to all my podcasts, you probably already know this because you've heard it, but um, I have taken a new job after many years of avoiding um, a real job, Brad. I've taken a new job. So Brad and I are going on hiatus um, for a while, and uh, you know we'll be back. We don't really know when we're going to be back yet, but you know we'll be back, so don't worry about it. Um, but, um, yeah, dude, so I wanted to talk about, obviously, the Super Bowl. Uh, you were watching – did you end up driving up to Tampa Bay to watch this? Yeah. yeah okay. And so you're with our friend, the, the Wolf of Tarpon Springs. You're with him. Was there a party or was it just kind of a give – me, give me the atmosphere. What was, like, what was it like watching that Super Bowl? It was pretty wild, man. Uh, they were so dialed in, the Bucks. Oh, my Just gosh. from the jump. Uh-huh. Like, they had the right plan. And it, I think it was very clear early that Patrick Mahomes was going to have a bad day. Well, you know, I saw it a little bit different. I thought I thought Patrick Mahomes was Superman out there. I really do. Um, but, like, I mean, there were – let me say this. Okay, so I, I texted you. I can't remember how deep into the game it was. I feel like it was still in the first half, but maybe in the second quarter. And I texted you. I said, this feels like Broncos-Seahawks. And what I meant by that was, you know, the Broncos came in. That was uh, Peyton Manning's 50-touchdown season, probably his best season as a pro. He was with the Broncos, and um, and you and me actually watched that Super Bowl with the Wolf of Tarpon Springs. We actually saw yeah. that Super Bowl in Tampa. That was the famous Demarius Thomas is going to fumble this game and lose a fumble, lose a fumble this game bet, which I always love to bring up. But um, day the Oracle was born, my man. <laughs> so um, no, but the uh, that game, like you remember from the first snap, literally the first snap, the guy snapped it over Peyton Manning's head. Yeah. Yeah. And Seattle got, you know, the the safety in that game. And it was just like, what in the world is right. this? And it's it just like they couldn't get anything going. This juggernaut of an offense that we've seen for the last two years couldn't get anything going. And um, and Patrick Mahomes, because I know he's, he's a quarterback, so he's going to probably get the grief and he's going to get the legacy talk and all this stuff. Sure. I saw him throw a ball in the second half where his body was parallel to the ground. I saw that. I and know he what you mean. F- flipped it 35 yards and hit the guy in the face. Yeah, right. And he dropped it. Early in the first half, he, running to his left as a right-handed quarterback with a bad toe, mind you, running to his left, flips the ball. I think I don't know if it was Shaq Barrett or whoever was was in his face or white. I think it was or, Shaq. Oh yeah. So th- flips it. Hits Tariq Hill, tough catch, uh, granted, tough catch, but you and me, we've been giving Tariq Hill a lot of praise on this podcast lately. Hits him right in the hands. Yeah, true. Okay, so by the way, with regards to that play, I think if Tyreek Hill makes that catch, that one catch, I think the entire game is different. I, I do agree with that. Now, I still think, yeah. based on what we saw, I still think Tampa Bay would have won the game. 
And, Probably, yeah. And I don't know who... But it would have been a different thing. Would have been a different thing. And it, you, the moments are just... I mean, you get you get three or four plays a game that can change a game from 27-24 driving to win the Super Bowl or 31-9, to and it was one exactly. of the uglier Super Bowls I remember watching. Yeah, that's um, exactly right. In the second, I'll be honest with you, Brad, in the second half, I switched, you know, my, my TV setup. I switched the game. It kept the sound on and everything. Switched the game over to my second TV, and I just put video games on, on the first game. Is that right? It just Throw wasn't it. interesting, you know? It just wasn't interesting at that point. And, like, sure. I, I just, it was, with the way Tampa Bay's defense was playing, it was not possible for Kansas City to uh, to perform. You know, Travis Kelsey showed up, good for him, but he had a drop. But you can always, interestingly with Travis Kelsey to me, like you can always count on a big game for Travis Kelsey to drop the first pass. And then he'll ball out the rest of the game, which he did. Um, you see Kansas City lines lining up in the neutral zone on a fourth and five field goal attempt. Terrible. Okay. Then you got, you know, I thought that Mike Evans, honestly, I thought that was a dive. I think he felt contact in his shoe. I don't think he felt he could catch the ball, and I think he dove. But come on. Did you not see the Green Bay game two weeks ago? Yeah. Them going deep on that same – I mean, they, they sent Scotty Miller, but it, I think it was the same exact route, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right. The same Looks play. Like uh, I mean, Kansas City mentally looked like this significantly weaker team, and that was the big shock to me. It well, lo- I think it, you know they hadn't looked great all year. You're right. And they – They'd gotten away with it. Uh huh. You're right, and, and I, I think, think go. that might come into play, right? Maybe they weren't as prepared. Maybe they just assumed that they were the best and they were going to win because they were more talented. But yeah. they I, finally I, didn't get away with it. I, I yeah, and you know what? And in for a sense of that, because I don't hate Tampa Bay or anything like that. In, in in some sense, I'm glad they got punched in the mouth in this game because they had been moon. We've been talking about that all year. They've been moonwalking yeah. through the season. They were 14 and one, 15 and one. And what I said last week, and I think you picked the Bucks, if I'm not mistaken, Brad. I did. Yeah. Um. I I was convinced that the Chiefs were going to win this game by 10 because what I said to you and and David and all my other podcasts is, look, you know, I saw what Tampa Bay did to Kansas City when they played each other in Week 12 or whatever it was. Um, in the last two and a half quarters of that game, but I said, so did Andy Reid and so did Eric, so did Eric Bieniemy, and they're going to be prepared for Tampa Bay double covering Tariq Hill and Travis Kelsey, and they could never figure it out. In the first quarter, I think the first drive, they should have just been doing this all game, but they didn't. They lined up Hill and Kelsey next to each other on the left side of the field and ran them deep, and then they would either have Mahomes scramble. Um, actually, that's pretty much what they did, but they never... I'll give you another analogy because this is just so perplexing to me. Andy Reid, I really think the the car crash in the sun really worked well, with his head. Well, that also could have come into play. Yeah, that's a big deal. It is a big deal, and I, I can't imagine as a father thinking about that because, like, right. look, this is this is all alleged stuff, but he does have this guy does have multiple DUIs on his record. He did get a blood test. Um, the cops did smell alcohol in his breath, and he did admit to having a couple of drinks. And this left, you know, a kid in the hospital. And frankly, you know, I mean, this could, this could be jail time, multiple DUI. Like, it, that's going through your head the Thursday before the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's not what you need. That's not what you need, and you see that distraction. Then you see the—I think it was before we recorded last week, but the barber comes in and tests positive for COVID with Patrick Mahomes in the room, but he wasn't, you know, the high-risk guy. So then, like, Demarcus Robinson, who I thought was going to be kind of that bigger factor um, since they were going to be uh, double-teaming these guys, he was taken out of the game. They put in Byron Pringle. McCall Hardman, I can think we can all say now, is pure trash. 
Um, they just didn't have an answer. And I they think didn't have it. So the then it re, kind of reminds me of you remember the the first New England Patriots Super Bowl victory against the loss. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the Rams. St. Louis Rams. Rams. And you remember how Belichick just con- completely mind effed um, yeah. Mike Martz, and he said, "I'm going to put in two defensive linemen, and I dare you to run Marshall Falk because I know yeah. you're not going to do it." It was the same thing unfolding because they had Tampa Bay. They were in a two four. Five. Two defensive tackles, four linebackers, five defensive backs. I've wow. never seen that formation. Me neither. And they played it the whole game. Now, wow. grant you know, granted, Tampa Bay, they can they can move up those linebackers and they become defensive linemen because they're so good. But a two, four, five. I've, and 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 Kansas City, their running back, had seven point one yards per carry. Nine carries for like something yards, and they just never went to him. Never even tried right, it. Never went back to him. And I said sure. I said last week they don't have to run. Well, I guess they did. <laughs> I guess yeah, right, they did. Right. So it's just a because weird they looked game, terrible dude. and they didn't run it. That's true. They never went back to it. It's like they barely did it in the second half. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It was it was and, game. And the but... Bucks were just feasting on on Mahomes. Just he's running for his life. Running for his life all game, and the the few times where he could get the ball out, he hit so many guys in the face and in the hands, yeah, right. and nobody made a play, including Tariq Hill. Somebody yeah. else has got to show up, man. It's interesting because we were talking about Tariq Kill for a few weeks now, mm-hmm. and we were hyping him. We were. And uh, I, I don't know. I'm sure he had a catch, but I don't remember it. Yeah, I mean, it was it, there wasn't a lot there. There really wasn't a lot there. And, and you got to give all credit because I, 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 it, I don't want it to sound like I'm making excuses. I do think Mahomes played like played incredible in spite of that because he really had two people in his face all day. Yeah. All right. day. Tampa Bay absolutely dominated both lines, which is huge. I mean, I thought that Kansas City would be able to scheme some stuff, you know, to to put up. You, you know what my brother told me, Brad? Um, do you remember the Carolina Panthers-Denver Broncos Super Bowl? Yep. How Von Miller completely dominated that game? Yep. The, the offensive tackle that took over in the Kansas City Chiefs, is the same tackle that got dominated by Von Miller. How would you like oh, to have that, that resume? Right? Yeah, which I didn't know until he told me. I will say this, though. All of a sudden, Andy Reid does not have that great of a record in big games. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I thought How many he, Super Bowls has he been in? Three now. He's one and two, and he lost one okay. of the, Patri- uh, the Patriots with the Eagles. But yeah. he only made that one Super Bowl, which is why the Eagles ended up leaving. And in championship games, he's got to be something like two and five maybe it's definitely below 500 right yeah oh yeah oh yeah for sure um look you know i'm not gonna bang on andy reed too hard i i really i really think as a father i gotta say like it, it doesn't help to have your son really facing charges yeah and yeah, putting terrible and unfor- and that's not the you know that's not the terrible part the terrible parts the poor girls that are in the hospital and one in critical condition it's awful you know oh jeez, that's so awful it's it's awful i mean it's just what oh, a nightmare you know, yeah, I mean, he said it didn't affect the game plan. I'm sure it didn't, but you got to be mentally fresh and maybe being slow to react. I'm sorry, like if I was Kansas City, and I know Mahomes had the to toe, if I was Kansas City, and I can't understand why they didn't do this, you got four people covering two receivers, right? So if you run Tariq Hill and you run Travis Kelsey deep, okay, then you basically have seven defenders on the rest of your team. And even with Mahomes running, if you could just roll them to the left and just snuck Edwards Zelaire or Le'Veon Bell, if you prefer, or Demarcus Robinson or any of these other receivers out there, but they never did that. 
I kept thinking that that 10-yard little out or swing pass would be there all day, and I think it would have, but they never did it. They never went to it. They never really – they didn't have much of anything, man. It was weird. No creativity whatsoever. Mm. You know, my co-host from the Fantasy Football Almanac show – Said, said, hey, look, Eric Bieniemy. He's been interviewing for all these jobs. Didn't get him. Maybe his head wasn't in it either. Sure. You know, his, his the offensive stuff. I don't know, man. It was just bizarre to see you all see it unfold. Um, because like, I'm not surprised that the Bucks win. And I gotta say, dude, let's just let's talk about the good stuff. Let's talk about Brady and Gronk. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, that, that's I had two bets in this game, Brad. I had Gronk over 33 yards receiving. I had Gronk over mm. 43 yards receiving. Cha-ching. To Ching, yeah, that was the beautiful. that was the easiest bet. I didn't bet on the game because even though I picked the Chiefs, I was like, yeah, you know, I could see Tampa Bay winning. I'm not, I'm going to stay away from it. Gronk getting catches in a big game in a Super Bowl. That is like, come on, man. And yeah. I didn't. I'm I'm annoyed now because it was plus two two twenty five to bet on him getting in the end zone. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a gimme game, but you know, weird stuff happens on the goal line. It could have been Braid. It could have. So I stayed away from that. But you know what? I was two and zero on my Super Bowl bet. So that's the big one. Yeah, he had he had two touchdowns, right? Two touchdowns. You know, I, I can't remember how many yards. yards. I think it was under hundred, but I mean, it was it was dominant. I mean, it was yeah, dominant. I know he had another long one. Yeah, these guys, man, they're just <laughs> so good. They're so good. I mean, everything's right in the world. Tom Brady's winning the Super Bowl. So I uh, I can't believe it. Did you know? Here's here's something I I recently found out is Tom Brady's father was in the hospital with COVID, and it was oh. touch and go. For the really? first four weeks of the season, you remember how we were talking about how Tampa Bay was rusty to start the season. Tom Brady, yeah. it'll come, but Tom, his dad was in the hospital. It was touch and go for the first four wow. weeks of the season. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that until like you know this past week either. So, but I wanted to talk about like Tom Brady, seven touch, seven Super Bowls. I guess he's been in ten, so he's a seventy percent winning percentage yep. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it weren't for two amazing passes and catches. Exactly. He'd be 9 and 1. And yeah. I I would argue to this day that that Alshon Jeffrey touchdown that was like the the clincher in that Philly game was not a touchdown that season. That was uh, not Yeah, a, me too. That So, he's close to being 10 and 0, but uh, he's just I mean, what can you say about the guy? Yeah, I don't know. What what else can you say, right? It's just it's it's amazing. It is amazing. It's, it's like it's it's phenomenal. It's just it's never going to be done again. No. No, I mean, you know, and they... I was thinking about that, and and seven is just so hard to do. But I was thinking about Joe Montana, uh, because you know, obviously, he was the guy before Brady that was the greatest of all time, right? And I think at at this point, even me, who I I think that it's situationally Peyton Manning was the better quarterback. I mean, you got to give credit to 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 Tom Brady for being this good. I know. At forty three years old, he's older than we are. And somebody said, what do you say? He's won three Super Bowls since the age of 37? Yeah, he has. So I saw a fun thing earlier today. They, they took his career and they split it into thirds. Okay. First seven, second seven, last seven, obviously. And any one of those seven chunks is Hall of Fame worthy. <laughs> they, because they're all riddled with MVPs and Super Bowl titles and Super Bowl MVPs. It's, it's, it's insanity. So he's had three MVP careers, essentially. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's unreal, and the fact that Peyton Manning is going into the Hall of Fame this year—he's one year older than Tom Brady—going to the Hall of Fame this year—it seems like a distant memory. 
Yeah. You remember when he retired? It's like th- there was a valid argument at that point. Peyton Manning retired. He had won the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Brady's still going. And I think still he's going to play another three years easy. Yeah, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Uh, but I was thinking about, like, you know, what do you have to do to be this good for, for that long and to win as many championships? You need to be with a great organization. Yeah. Um, you need to be with a great coaching staff. And those are pretty much it. And then you need to have everything break right in terms of injuries and stuff. So there is a sense of luck, I think. You know, you, you can't have, you know, like Tom Brady, the, the year he blew his ACL out, what is he going to do? He's, he's not going to win the Super Bowl that year. So you have to have some sense of luck. Peyton Manning could have played later if he didn't have that shoulder. Like, he sure. would have played a, a couple more years, maybe until he was 40. I don't think he could have lasted this long. But, but I was thinking that in the history, the only other one that you, I think you can compare to that, I'm talking about Super Bowl era. So I'm not talking about Johnny Unitas and, you know, Bart Starr and all these guys or Brett Starr, whatever, Bart Starr, right? Um, these yeah. guys. Joe Montana, drafted in 1979, went through 1994, but he played his last two years with Kansas City. Um, he won four Super Bowls between 1979 and 1992. If I'm correct on that, I think uh-huh. he he won the 1980 Super Bowl against the Bengals. He had the famous comeback drive against the Bengals. He beat the the Denver Broncos, beat the crud out of them, and he also beat Dan Marino's uh, Miami Dolphins. So he's four and zero in Super Bowls too. Um, now, I think you could say this is revisionist history, certainly. But if Bill Walsh didn't walk away from the San Francisco 49ers in what was it 1990 after their last Super Bowl, yeah, I think you can make the argument that that four could go to six because I think that he would have won against the Chargers and I think he would have won at least one of those games against the Dallas Cowboys that the San Francisco 49ers lost in the in the championship with Steve Young. I think he would have won two of those games, beaten the Bills, beaten the Chargers, finished with six. Uh-huh. And that's like if everything went right and we're, and we're watching Tom Brady, he's been to 10, he's won seven. Unreal. And you know what? <laughs> I think next year they play the they play the NFC East, and they play the AFC South, I think. So their schedule is super easy next year. Yeah, without Breeze. A- NFC South. Is- oh, are you saying AFC South? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 I mean, even so the Colts, who are good. The one seed. Yeah. Who's better than they are? Who's better? You know, I think the AFC, what, what I was also going back to some of the negative stuff with Kansas City, what I was also kind of shocked by is that it is pretty clear that outside of Tariq Hill and Travis Kelsey, who are also obviously to me, I think, future Hall of Famers, if they keep up what they're doing, certainly Kelsey. I don't know. Hill is, it's hard for a wide receiver to get in. But um, outside of those guys, they got nothing. Yeah. They got nothing. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's I'm true. sorry. Edwards Hilaire is good. They just didn't go to him. They, have a, they had a lot of the most talent on the high end. Yeah. But Tampa was far deeper. Yeah. And their yeah. defense, man, their defense looks so much better than any defense I've seen this year. People really don't talk about it. Uh, I think the Rams' defense was comparable, but I agree with you. Um, now, next year, I think the San Francisco 49ers, when they, when they have their entire defense back yeah, from injury, sure. I think they'll give them a run. You know, Tampa Bay, I think, you know, Chris Godwin's a um, – a free agent. Now, if it, like let's say Green Bay for once decides to be aggressive in free agency, they they have a few receivers they can go after. If they sign Kenny Galladay, that'd be super interesting. I'm sorry, not Kenny Galladay. I apologize. Although he is a free agent as well, I believe. Um, but I was going to say um, uh, uh, Godwin. 
from from Tampa Bay. You weaken Tampa Bay a little bit. You strengthen Green Bay a little bit. That's interesting. Uh, I think it's Green Bay, San Francisco, Tampa Bay next year. But you have to say Tampa Bay is the favorite. Yeah, you have to, right? Yeah, absolutely. And also, you know, San Fran was really good two years ago. Um, mm. But you know how these windows close, man. They Are do. they going to be? We're all assuming that they're going to be in that form once they're healthy, but you never know that. And Garoppolo hasn't been healthy. Yeah, like, exactly. Ever. He can't stay on the field. He can't. Now, the one year he did stay on the field, they went to the Super Bowl. Right. But, you know, and then I wonder, I look at this, and I'm thinking about Belichick. You remember the old Shaq and Kobe stuff? When, you know? Um, yeah. And, like, who was better, who was more responsible for those titles and yada, yada. I, I wonder, and I, the Patriots aren't this type of organization, but I wonder if the Patriots now are thinking, you know what, I'm going to go trade back for Garoppolo, and I'm going to prove that if we should have, you know, we could have, we could have still won had we had Garoppolo the whole time, and blah blah blah. Maybe that's like the Jedi move from Belichick yeah. next. Now I don't think they'll be react, you know, reacting to that, but that'd be kind of fun. If I'm New England, I absolutely make a move for a quarterback, though. Like, oh, 100 percent. This is like, the year they to don't, do it. They don't even have one, do they? I mean, no. they got Cam, right? But you're going to keep doing that? Cam was a one year, so he's at, he's not going to be back. No way. Oh, so he's not going to be there. Okay. No. They have that guy Stidham, but he's garbage, in my opinion. Right. So, right. I don't know, I man. I think he was third on the depth chart. Yeah. I mean, they got Hoyer. But by the time it was all said and done. But, um, look, yeah. man, I mean, we always – and it, just because Brady won one without the Patriots doesn't mean that no, yeah. it wasn't the system, you know? For 20 years, but maybe it wasn't as much as the system as as Belichick would like to admit, right? Maybe I, look, Brady is the system. I'll say this. Like, Russell Wilson to me and, and Tom Brady are, are similar to me in that Russell Wilson won his Super Bowl. He wasn't really that good of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And if he was a good quarterback, they wouldn't have lost the second game to the Patriots. Right. He, so you maybe know. that's why Tom went to the Bucs because he knew what they had. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say Tom Brady's first two, maybe even three Super Bowls— I would say he was an average quarterback. It was more system, and Charlie Weiss was there back then and all that stuff. But by the Fair time enough. he started winning the other Super Bowls, I mean, he was obviously next-level good. And just like Russell Wilson's next-level good now. Um, right, right. You know, it just takes time. The only person that I ever felt was like, immediate, got the starting job and was immediately good was Aaron Rodgers. And I guess Peyton Manning, too. And Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, oh, yeah. They're, they're like three, uh, although it's increasingly, you know, happening these days. Justin Herbert for the Chargers sure. is dirty. Sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, this is Tampa Bay's got to be the favorites next year. They got. Yeah, be. I would say so. I think the Chiefs opened up as favorites, but let's see what happens in the offseason. I can see if the Chiefs remain the favorites, though. I guess. I mean, they are going to get their offensive line back. Um, one guy opted out because he's a doctor, so he opted out, you know, for moral reasons, so that he could, you know, help in in Canada with the COVID stuff. But um, the um, I think they lost two offensive tackles, and uh, yeah, you know, right. Like I underestimated how big of an impact because I had that much faith in the in Kansas City offense, but they just they had no they had no bounce back whatsoever, no yeah, bounce right. back. They just got punched in the mouth over and over again. It just never yeah. got any better. Yeah. So that's it, man. I don't know what else to say about it. What do you? Yeah, think? well, Brady wins, and <laughs> that's how these things seem to end. Death taxes, Brady in a Super Bowl. That's exactly right. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Good for Tampa Bay. Congratulations yeah. to Tampa Bay. It was dominating. Dominated awesome. the best offense that we've seen since what? The greatest show on turf, maybe? Nah, probably the Manning. The Manning. Yeah, uh, maybe they're comparable. Broncos. They're up there. Manning Broncos, the uh the eighteen and one Patriots. Yeah. Greatest yep. show on turf. 
but it's it's of that caliber. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And Tampa Bay throttled them. Didn't even get in the end zone. That's great. Didn't even get in the end zone. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yep. Well, anyway, I think that's about it, man. Uh, you got anything else to talk about? I don't. I really don't have anything at this point. Yeah, I got nothing. Either. Yeah, I got nothing. Hey, everybody, it was a great season. Brad and I will be back. I don't know when. I don't know when, but we will be back. So, uh, you know, keep subscribing and all that stuff. We will be back soon, and uh, we'll check you at a later date and time. Until then, go out, make some bets, get paid.